We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. My guy Colin Cowherd, this is a national voice with deep connections to USC and Caleb Williams making some pretty crazy, startling allegations about how he feels about Chicago and the Bears. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my old friend. I don't want to live in this world. I've come to talk with you again. Of that being our next three months. There's lots of precedent to still get a lot for the pick, if indeed it gets to that point. I don't want to consider those hypotheticals right now, man. I'm texting Cowherd right now. (laughs) Is Caleb really not going to come to the Bears? (laughs) I need to know. Uh, Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. I want to be clear to folks who are thinking about making that dangerous trek. Do not come. Do not come. Did he text you back? Uh, <sighs> go ahead. Let, let me Look. see. No, he is not. Here's a texter. I don't know Carl about. Carl has. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What do we got for Just Carl? wait. Just wait. How long do I have to wait? I'm still. I'm talking to him right now. Just talking wait. All right. Wait. Good. Wait. Oh, Shane Danny is in constant. Relax <laughs> over there, brother. David's <laughs> like he hasn't slept in weeks. He, well. <laughs> He's not. He looks like he did when he was hung over at Circa. I'm on no sleep. No sleep. <laughs> you look a little stressed. Oh, I'm stressed. And the vision that was planted in my brain. Caleb is going to be a bear. I'm not giving up on this. Right, right, right. But, oh, but no, that's this, the moment right there like, speaks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's no. our moment. That's why I pivoted, Tanny. He's going to be a bear. Yeah, I would say no. It's a hot mess. One. one. Two, three, and here, here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you for hanging out with Parkins and Spiegel on a Friday on The Score. I, I think I'm a little bit more recovered yeah and i think you're in a better place i think so i think the conversation was uh helpful in transition i think your uh frantic evening of reaching out to anyone and everyone you know who has any connection to colin cowherd tangentially or otherwise yeah or directly <laughs> or, or directly has uh has helped you uh, a little bit and i think i think sitting and talking with your guys me and tanny and shane in the pre-show meeting it always helps has reminded you that it's a feel-good friday mister yeah. The weekend looms. Let's enjoy ourselves.
I got to be honest, the walk back helped. Uh, the, the, the walk back from Colin today also helped. Oh, yeah, there's that. Uh, so Yeah, because you could take it as, uh, well, he was just completely full of crap and he was just throwing it out there to see what sticks on the wall. Now, a lot of people out there are taking it as that. Yeah, I mean, listen, te- I mean, text her right here. I think the reason you're harping on this so much is just because Danny knows Colin personally, whereas the rest of us are more used to taking what he says is questionable or just a means of getting attention. You can feel that way if you want to. Or you can listen to someone who knows the person involved a little bit. I've never even, act, to be totally honest, I've never even met the man in person. We've only talked on the phone a bunch of times and texted. But I also know the industry really well, as does Speaks, as does Lawrence, as does Dan. And if we get told stuff, imagine what someone with his fame and platform gets told. Not to mention his long-standing connections mm-hmm. to that coach and that program at USC. So that's all out there. But let's hear what Colin Cowherd said today uh, to walk back the report that uh, sent me into meltdown mode yesterday. But I got a call yesterday from the Caleb Williams camp. By the way, he's got a very small camp. He doesn't have an entourage. He's got like an assistant for the NIL stuff, a marketing person. He he doesn't have a big camp. He has a dad, big personality, smart guy, strong opinions, does his homework. Caleb and his dad don't always agree, but he's got a very big personality as a father. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago and we don't want to be painted as anti-bear. And they, and they made it clear to me that they said, listen, we don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud, they're passionate. They fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. And they did say there is a path to succeed in Chicago. It's called the Houston Texans. Defensive coach, couple of weapons, cap space, good pick. Uh, you know, they, they mentioned they got a second pick. There's a bunch of good receivers out there. LSU, Washington, they could go get another weapon. And they already have one bona fide number one pick. But it does show you the reality of Caleb Williams. And I've got sympathy for the athlete. You know, the Caleb Williams camp is like, and I I wouldn't say, I'm, I, I've got people that are around the camp and around Caleb pretty well connected. Um, he does not want to be viewed as a villain. He doesn't want to be viewed as anti-Chicago. He actually likes the fact it's a big, loud town. They talked about Jordan and the Bulls. They care. They're into it. They got money. They're, they're, but it's this is the dilemma, and I absolutely will defend players. John Elway said, no, thanks. He was right. Eli Manning to the Chargers, not going. He was right. And I think Caleb Williams, deep down, privately, has real concerns about the Bears, His dad has a strong personality and isn't afraid to say it. But they called last night and said, we we do not want to be viewed as (laughs) anti-Chicago. We don't want to be a villain. There's an avenue that this works. It's the avenue of the Houston Texans. We're staying very positive. We have some good vibes here. And we want to be the number one pick. We'll keep updating you. I love the fact they reached out. I love the fact that Chicago's talking about it, going on a couple of Chicago radio stations today. And I love that. So my first thought is yesterday when Shane was texting with Carl Williams, Caleb's dad, and I said, you know, his next text is going to be to Colin Cowherd. (laughs) Because you broke the news of what Colin had said, I think, to Carl, sent him the clip, and now 
Then Carl reached out and said, uh, listen, Colin, my, we don't want to be viewed. So, I mean, that all sounds like a uh, pre-existing relationship that will continue between Colin Cowherd and Caleb Williams. You better Cam. start workshopping that Carl Williams impression before they come here. Actually, it's, it's as good as it could ever be because no one knows what he sounds like. No so idea what he sounds it's like. spot on from what I can speaks. tell. You know what I should do? I should, I should take it a little more to the extreme. I'm Carl Williams, and this is how I sound, and I talk like this, and... You know, why not? That could be him. You don't know. I have no idea what the man sounds like. Uh-huh. He could have a British accent. I have, I have no idea what he sounds like. I'll add some British. That's a good call. <laughs> there, there you go. You that That's a good use of your time. You, you, you keep working on your Carl Williams voice. Okay. Uh, it's just... But that sounds like a, a guy I, who still is... Who was connected and remains connected. Yeah, of course. It, it's not his first time talking about him. Or talking to them. Or having them talk to him. He's been in studio with him before. He's been on the sideline at USC. Uh-huh. He knows Lincoln Riley. He's been like, he's a USC guy. He loves college football. He's based out of LA. He, th- th- he is connected to them and their world. And so you can dismiss it. And he walks that back. And this has been clumsy. And I'm not saying this has been handled perfectly, but to dismiss it as, Colin is just throwing something against the wall for attention. It's not without any merit or substance behind it. And so now we have to ask some que- some questions about does that matter to us? Like let's let's go with the theory that I had at the end of transition that what Colin said there at the, on this one on the walk back after being able to say directly, I talked to him last night because on the first one he wasn't able to say that directly for whatever reason that he chose not to say it. Um, but he, he flat out said, I think deep down, right. Caleb does have a desire. Yep. And his hometown so, team is the number two pick. Even in the walk back, he said. Even that. in the walk back, he said it. So to, to, to dismiss this out of hand because of what Ian Rappaport said when he declared, which was he's open to going anywhere, which is great. And what Rappaport said on Twitter today in a response to... Aaron Lemming, which was, why would he be anti-Chicago if the Bears end up going QB at one? Great city, classic organization, played great at the end of the year, seems to be building a really solid foundation. Mm-hmm. We all agree. I think that Chicago's a better situation than Washington is. They have to convince Caleb of that. And that's where I think this is going to get uncomfortable for some people. I don't think this is going to be as smooth as, we have the number one pick, we will draft you. You have no power here. Caleb knows he has power. His hometown team picks, too. Maybe he doesn't even want to go to his hometown team. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, I think he has power, not because his hometown team picks, too. I think he has power because he's probably going to end up as an undisputed number one. Yep. In an era where college players have power and have shown more power and enjoyed it, and there's an expectation of it and a willingness to push against the system now for these college players who have successfully pushed against the system to the point that they can all enter the transfer portal whenever they want. They can all have endorsements that are called NIL deals. They can all, you know, be self-made people yep. and, and self-fulfilled, um, self-possessed professionals by the age of 21 and 22 with a feeling of deserving you know, respect and deserving representation. This is the world that they live in. So there's that expectation now. And if you're going to coach them 
and draft them. You can't exist under, like, the previous rules of the power disparity, which have been, frankly, good for the viewer, good for the fan. Part of what's happening in college football and the unrest is that it's no longer as good for the fan and the viewer because there's no continuity. You're not following people from year to year. You're rooting for laundry almost purely and exclusively. It's yep. why coaches are running. It's why some fans are upset. It's why Borzin, or Borzin, Borzin, by Bernsey and Holmes talked to Ari Wasserman today. It was an interesting conversation about college football. The NFL has to deal with the empowered athlete now in a different way than it did even four years ago. So how would people feel if the 2017 reporting of those dinners when Mitch made the reservation under James McMahon and he showed up in the Camry and he impressed Ryan Pace and it was about Pace and Josh Lucas and John Fox asking Mitch a bunch of questions? and getting to know him, how would people feel if the reporting about Caleb Williams and the Bears was about half of it was us asking him questions and half of it was him asking us questions? I think that's where this is going. I think it is an empowered athlete who has money, who has been successful, who knows the leverage that he has, that knows that he can go number one, and doesn't want to be a villain, is mm-hmm. open to Chicago, likes that it's a big market, likes that people care, all that all that stuff that Colin said, but is smart enough to know, wait a minute, there never has been a good quarterback in the history of the Bears franchise. Why is that? Sure. I don't really know much about Matt Eberflus and the principal- or Shane Waldron. Like, sell me. Yeah, and the principal <laughs> difference between Mitch – and Deshaun and Pat Mahomes is that they were all in a position of hoping they could go three or two or one and get the biggest money that you could possibly get in the draft. Caleb, he's knows, going one. He knows he's going he's one. He's going one. That's the power difference. The, which is a massive. Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith couldn't do it because there was a debate at who was going to go one. Andrew Luck didn't do it. Right, but there was a ton of talk about if he would. Privileged family, Oliver Luck, Stanford educated. There was a ton of talk about like if he would if he would do it. And if Andrew Luck had spent the previous three years making two to three million dollars a year and feeling the empowerment that comes with that that comes with it now for these guys, how different might that have been? This is the first consensus number one quarterback since then. Right. Or I guess Burrow, right? Burrow. Yeah, yeah, and Trevor Lawrence, but not in an era of NIL money. For, 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 for both of them, not in an era of NIL money. Um, and maybe a different personality type or a different infrastructure, like influence circle or who knows? Mm-hmm. It might not just be NIL. It could. He's an individual. He's clearly different. Like, clearly, right? Uh, for, for a number, of, both as a talent and, and as a personality. And we're trying to figure that out. But. I think that there's a chance that that's what's happening here and that he's going to have some good questions for them and they're going to have some good questions for him. And the crazy thing is I'm actually pretty comfortable that the bears are going to be able to answer those questions for him. Yeah. The bears are actually in a pretty damn good spot to answer those questions and say, our situation's pretty good actually. And and you believe that even though they have a defensive head coach. Yeah. yeah, Because like I've said many times on the air, like if I was Ryan poles, let's do it on the other side. Okay. Before we were at three, if I, if I was pitching Caleb, if if that was how it is, like instead of us 
interviewing him. He's got to interview us a little bit. I'd be very comfortable with my ability to compare this situation favorably compared to his peers' situation as the number one overall pick in recent history. It's next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Adam McKay. Honestly, always a pleasure. Big fan of the show. Afternoons on The Score. What do you say we interview you? Uh, all right, yes, that's a uh, sometimes useful exercise. Please put your hand down. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Okay, I'm actually not comfortable answering that. Come on! We're doing the interview now, not you. Exactly. Topsy-turvy. Flip it on them. You start asking questions, they start asking questions. Now you got the upper hand. Crisscross. Exactly. Like throw mama from the train. Evan! Evan! So, let's say Caleb's empowered and he's got some questions and his camp has some questions about the Bears and he wants to be sure that they're going to do right by him. My argument, if I was Ryan Poles, would be Every other number one pick that you can name has been drafted to a team that had the worst record in the NFL. Every single one. Everyone. No one has traded the pick at one for a quarterback Like after the fact. Like the Bears inherited this pick. Carolina traded up, but in terms of like this guy, this team is just sitting there. They, they were gifted it. You know, that they're not the worst team in the NFL. You could probably go back and find every number one quarterback that was picked, regardless of whether there were trades to get there or not, and compare what the Bears have as a roster and, 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 and the seat. It's, it's probably right there at the top or near the top of the very best position in terms of a quality of team that a number one pick could go to I think it's the best I don't has has a number one pick quarterback gone to a team that the year prior won more than seven games yeah I don't know it's an interesting thing so we could go by win total that way but I also find myself thinking about unique times in in sports where like the Spurs were real good, but then sucked and went in the tank and got David Robbins, Robinson, Tim uh, Tim Duncan, to pair with David Robinson, uh, right? No, of course. I mean, the, the, the so Col- if, the, if there's the been Col- a football corollary, the Colts, the Colts were winning, 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 winning. Peyton got hurt. They ended up being the worst team in the league. Andrew Luck, yeah, and then got back to being good. So that's it's a, pr- a pretty damn good infrastructure, probably. Definitely without Peyton, but they were the worst team in the NFL by record when Peyton was hurt, and they were old. You know what I mean? There were some key guys on that team that, you know, Reggie Wayne that had been getting old with with Peyton Manning. Uh, So this is a seven-win team that is improving, that has an top ten pick right tackle, an in-his-prime number one receiver, a top ten pick that, hell, if Caleb wants, you could have some influence on it, but they could make the promise to him right now in the meeting, we will draft an offensive player at nine. They, they, they could they could make that. We're Coward, not Coward, t- Coward intimated that that is part of the sell. They're like, hey, by it, the way, at, at nine, yeah, we'll probably go get your receiver at nine. Then you'll have two with DJ Moore. Yeah, would that be fun? Or a left tackle, or Brock Bowers. But we'll get you an offensive piece. Mm-hmm. And so that's. But the- even that, that right there, having to say that to I get it. Your property. Text 
No, see, I know, no, I know, but I'm not that's, comfortable with that. I understand, but that's the way it's been perceived. Your your player who you could own the rights to yes. for four to five years. Yeah, you know, like that's you have the upper hand, and you do still, you do still. So you don't have to do some of that. You, I, it, I know it's a choice still, and yeah. that's what's going to make it uncomfortable for a lot of fans is that some of this will be sensible and you want somebody to be comfortable and to believe in you, and some of it is going to be a choice of how much you kowtow to them. Well, so a texter says you're confusing empowered with entitled. The, the argument would be what has Caleb done to deserve that seat at the table? That would be the argument. And I would say... Maybe you're right, but I live in the world of reality. Like the Bears will not draft mm-hmm. Caleb Williams if he doesn't want to be a Bear. They won't. It'd be too much of a risk, and we've seen it play out in the Eli Manning and the John Elway example. The player wins, and the all that's happened for the player yeah. is they've gotten more power. Because the texter's like. I don't care if he asks questions of the Bears. I've been questioning the Bears my whole life. I just care that when he gets here, he's all in. Oh, these questions will be answered well before then. They will be answered in the one-on-one meetings that Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, Shane Waldron, George McCaskey Uh has with Caleb Williams, presumably Carl Williams, and whoever else is in his innermost circle he hasn't hired an agent yet. Yeah, I think this this distinction between entitled and empowered – is on point because I think what you've had the last five, 10 years is college athletes slowly feeling more entitled and then eventually becoming more empowered right now for guys entering the NFL and especially somebody in Caleb's position there, there is a sense of entitlement before there is full on legal empowerment. Yeah. And that's, that's oftentimes how it works. And it's like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud had money from NIL, but they didn't have the same power because there was no guarantee at who was going to go number one. They're both sitting there hoping they go number one. And there's a lot to be gained to go number one. Prestige, bragging rights, ego, the top rookie contracts, the history of the NFL, the lineage, all of that stuff. Caleb's going one. But I do legitimately think that's the football side. And then the other part is, hey, man, if you're half as good of a prospect – as we think you are and you say you are, you're the best quarterback in franchise history by far in a town where it's a debate on the 85 Bears versus the Michael Jordan Bulls on which one mattered more to the city. Mm -hmm. The Bears is the great unifying force in one of the great sports cities and cities in the world. You come here, you're as good as you think you are, you're as good as we think you are, you own the city, and you're as marketable as any athlete in the NFL. I think that all makes sense. That is the sell job. It's not a hard sell as long as he's not pot committed right. to I want to play at home. The the tricky thing for Ryan Poles, and I'm sure he's used to this as he's dealt with free agents, you know, and, and things like that, is that you want to sell yourself and sell your spot while also making sure that you're about to invest in somebody who's going to be all in and going to bust their ass and going to bring their full commitment. So it is it is a dual process, this interview. They won't draft him if he's not. You know, like it, these questions. They shouldn't. They won't. They won't. Because if he's not, if he doesn't buy on what they're selling, he'll demand a trade. And if he doesn't come across as all in, they'll be like, what the hell's going on here? And it, they 
I can't even think of an example where that's happened. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, well, after the fact, the player was like, man, I, didn't, I wish I would have been drafted elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- they'll get it ironed out before the draft, and there will, I think, have to be some selling of the Bears to Caleb Williams, and I get why that makes some Bears fans very, very uncomfortable. We'll talk to Dan Weeder about that, the Senior Bowl, the offseason, the coaching staff, and more. Dan Weeder next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.